you know? Yeah, no, I do know. And I am having a really hard time with it because all of a sudden, agent, agent, (laughs) agent has become a real scare thought for me. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, simmer down now. Simmer down now. I'm Laura Sales. And I'm Danielle Sales. Welcome back to Not Another Momcast. All right, welcome everyone. Today, we're going to talk about how freaking bizarre it is every single day to realize that you are the adult now. But first, let's open up the floor for boom and bust. Danielle, what do you got? Um, Something really good for my boom is that I went to our mutual friend's baby shower. Shout out to Lindsay. Mm-hmm. I know, you're jealous. Um, and I it was- am so sweet and so lovely and she looks just like a beautiful fashionable pregnant goddess um and i also got to see our other little bestie katie and it was just all good things for the soul it has been a long time since i've seen a friend and i needed that uh that is so good wait no let me react fine I love it I love it and I love for Lindsay that she looks freaking great right now (laughs) I definitely was large and in charge by the time I was this far along so I was so surprised. Uh, whatever, we, whatever, okay. Lindsay, be adorable. <laughs> she was, and she was wearing like a beautiful little dress with a belt and her little belly. And I was like, I was much larger than this at this point, but you just <laughs> yeah. keep not gaining weight in your face and that must be great. So it <laughs> must be so <laughs> nice for you. I definitely was the pregnant person who's like pregnant in my face. Like you can tell yes, every picture same. you look at from the moment that I took a positive test on, I'm like, Ooh, I see oh. it's all in here. It's over here. I see it. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, my best is that I am entirely unable to focus on one thing or anything. Um, I have so many tasks that are started, not completed, halfway done, things I continuously think about, semi-panic about, just not able to focus enough to attack it. And it is overwhelming and I need some help to pick a single task and complete it in its entirety so that I can feel like a completely successful human being. And please, help me. <laughs> this is not actually the bust. This is, an, <laughs> this is a cry for help. Now that you're listening, yes. please yeah. come to my home and figure out my tasks. I don't know what's happened. I, I am, I just cannot do it. I cannot do it. I am struggling very much. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I know what's happened. It's like, honestly, a symptom of the postpartum depletion, Mm. the pandemic depletion Mm -hmm. slash teaching in a pandemic. So like there are at least four things about your life that are exhausting on their own and make you, you know, tend to be like kind of scatterbrained and (laughs) have a hard time holding on to things. And your stress response is just not what it used to be. But when you put all of them together in a big magical pot, labeled 2020 through today, (laughs) it is just 
a hot dumpster fire. It's tough. I am right there with you. I actually considered my bust being, as I was walking to the desk here, looking at the insulation from the attic that is in the rug because Chris must have put something away up in the attic. And so like the floors need to be vacuumed. Again, I just did that for the first time in literally two and a half months, like two days ago. So I've got, yeah, yes. (laughs) I can't even vacuum my house. Uh, what, yeah, what's shocking that, that I would go that long? Yes. Yeah. That's how just donezo I am, dude, mm. by the end of every day. Like I have no energy and brain cells left to take care of anything that's not like literally essential to her thriving, which I guess in cl- a clean environment, it should be part of that, <laughs> right? But you know what I mean? Like it's just... Uh-huh. Dude, it's too much. It's too much all the time. And I just have this running list and that wasn't even going to be my bust, but here we I'm are. just going <laughs> to, here we are. <laughs> the thing is, okay, let me do my real boom and bust okay, before, because fine. that could be like an hour long rant of just like, I can't do blah, blah, blah. I can't do it. Um, you're not alone is I guess what I need to say there. Thank so you. boom for me, <laughs> you're welcome. boom for me. <laughs> my dad is here and talked about how he yeah. was coming last time. And, um, he, it's just like so nice to watch him and my precious baby daughter child bond in person. So like we do video calls pretty much almost every single day, like dinner time and hang out after dinner time is with grandma and grandpa Bobby. But when he showed up in person, she was just like, <gasps> you're here. <laughs> And she, and it has just been so, so, so sweet to watch. And she, you know, plays hard to get and dances around him and is like, no, 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 don't touch, don't tickle me. No, no. And then sat down to dinner. And this was like one of the first nights that he was hanging with us. And she was all done with dinner and she got up and jumped into his arms and just wanted to like sit there and just want, it was like face to face with him. And I was just watching her like take in every detail of his face. And I'm literally am welling up with tears right now, just thinking about it. Like it was just so cool to see her fall in love with my dad now. And every time she's seen him or been around him, it's very sweet. But like, as they get older, she's just that much more lit up and that much more like understanding that this is a special person in her life. And just, it's just, it's just so cool. So that's been just that, that was just a huge boom for the week. And luckily he's still here for a little bit longer. So we have more time actually leads me into the bust. He should be here through the end of this week that we're in now, which at the end of this week that we're in now is my precious baby daughter. Love you. Second birthday. I can't believe it. Oh my gosh, dude. (laughs) And so this is why it's a bust for me right now is we have like nothing special going on. It is still peak COVID madness. I am an in-person teacher. All her friends are her friends from school, right? So like if we had a little party and it spread this airborne virus that everybody has right now anyway, so it's a very good chance it would. um, I can't be the teacher responsible for shutting down (laughs) a toddler classroom. You know, like I just, oh no, it's too much, too much nonsense. It's also actually quite cold for once right now in January here. Um, so an outdoor, like all day outdoor thing doesn't sound fun for me personally. Like I hate being in the cold. 
So I don't know, dude, I don't know. We actually still even have to like order a present because we've been hemming and hawing about what we want. Although she has made it very clear in the last 48 hours or so, she wants a swing set. She <gasps> wants a swing set. She points it out in every single book. If it's on TV, she sees a swing set. She says, swing set, swing set. Last night at dinner, she said, Echo. <laughs> I want swing set. <laughs> she has figured out. <laughs> she's figured out that we can make it like play songs that she wants. And like, it does things that she wants. So <laughs> hook it up with a swing set. Echo. Yeah, we do. Um, Are yeah. you going to do it? So I think we're going to do a, a smaller one. Cause yeah. like, I don't want to do, you know, there's nice, like thousand dollar, like customizable grows with the kid forever kind of swing sets that have like big forts and all like I, for someday, someday for sure. I want one of those big mamas. However, for right now, I would be happy to get something that has like a legit swing that I can like adjust the size of it so she can get in and out of it herself. Like the one at school and a little slide. Oh that's really all she God, needs, but like so something cute. a little... I know. I just want a little swing set for her. I mean, the girl just loves to swing. So, so we're going to figure it out at this point. Again, we are up against the clock. So we'll have to see like who can deliver something quickly enough that also Chris can build in like under a month because, (laughs) oh oh God, that's going to be a project. Oh my God. But yeah, so that's, that's it. That's my boom and bust. Okay. That was good. That was good. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. And thank, thank you for yours and how relatable it was. And we'll come back to that another time for sure. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to our main topic for today, which by the way, we are calling help. I need an adult. All right. Let's jump right in. I have a question. When did we become the adults? I know, dude. This is hello. This is so weird. This is definitely um a kind of an impromptu episode topic that we came up with uh, last week because it really is kind of a common theme in our conversations. Again, we have been friends for so long that we often catch ourselves still feeling like we are the exact same two <laughs> kids in yeah. eighth grade, ninth grade, 10th grade, senior year of high school at the oldest. Our prime. I know, right? <laughs> and we're in, um, we're in a group chat with uh, the aforementioned Katie and Lindsay. We kind of this like quad pod from middle and high school that just never fully dissolved, which we're so grateful for. And the other day was Katie's birthday. And so we blew up the group chat with pictures of ourselves in middle school and high school. And just like, again, in our prime and it, <laughs> It's just so crazy to look at that and think like some of those pictures, some of those pictures are 20 years old. Like it's not when right. the picture is older than you were in the picture, that's just a trippy time to be alive. Like we're at that age now where someone in their like early 20s is like, oh my, well, yeah, you're old. Ew. <laughs> but someone in like their 40s or 50s is like, oh my God, you have no freaking idea how much life you have left. You are so young. Shut up right now. But it doesn't, it just feels weird. You're, you're acutely aware that like, you're not 20 anymore and you're not like 50, but like, what are you even? And how did you get here? Like, when did that happen? 
you know? Um, all of a sudden, aging has just become a really scary thought for me. I was never bothered by it before. In fact, like I think some part of me welcomed getting older because I always felt like such an old woman. But now it's happening and we're here. And I recognize that we're still fairly young, relatively speaking, but I most certainly am not like young, young anymore. And I am becoming very much not okay with this. Like your body is dying and you still feel like a teenager. No, no, (laughs) no. Thank you. I am not here for this at all. And it's unacceptable. Yeah. Okay. I, I just want to real quick, make sure that you know that your body (laughs) is not dying yet. However, in the spirit of like, you can actually feel now that things feel different within your body and like, you can't, you don't just bounce back from things anymore. You like get injured for things that you would have laughed at, you know, an old person for being like, oh yeah, your back hurts because you slept weird, you know, like that your neck is broken for three days because you had the wrong pillow. Like Mm -hmm. it is that I'll tell you exactly what happened. I threw my neck out because I was, I had to turn around as I was merging onto the highway to see if cars were coming on. And (laughs) the way that I turned my neck had me all laid up for about a week. (laughs) Oh man, I know. No, I'm not okay with it. Um, it's rude and I feel like somebody should be grounded. <laughs> it's rude. <laughs> it's rude and you are grounded. Um, I I do I can absolutely though see where you're coming from with like the terror of thinking like, okay, so is this but is this like forever? It just continues to be that I get older and older and wrinklier and more frail and weak and but my mind I still feel like I'm in seventh grade because that is yeah. like cruel, weird joke, right? And here's the thing that's that seems to be universally true is that like everybody right. that I have talked to over the age of like 30 for sure, right? One past that, anybody that I've talked to has been like, yeah, me too. And that includes like the people who are still adults to be in my life. Like my, I talked to my <laughs> yes. father-in-law um, around Christmas time. I found some old pictures and shared it with him. And he was like, you know, what's weird is that I still swear, like I'm as old as I was in that picture, which is like when Chris was a baby, you know, like a whole lifetime basically has happened since then. And you still identify as this young guy who's still trying to figure it out every day. You know, like that's to me, that's the trippy part is like, the responsibilities keep piling up and um, the life experience is piling up. Honestly, like to a degree, you, you truly really are an adult. You have progressed from that, what you knew and what you thought and how you saw the world, but you can't shake that feeling of like, you don't have it all figured out yet. Like you're still waking up every day. Like, how do I face today? I don't know if I'm making sense right now. I no, I, I think you are making sense. And it's also bringing up that other question of it is absolutely insane to me that now we have the kids that are supposed to look up to us for the answers. I am not that smart. I am not that wise. And I cannot be responsible 
for being that person. And it's too much. And I can do it now while the learning is fairly simple. Like I can, I can teach her the names of things that she's pointing to, but I know that I'm qualified (laughs) for that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. That I feel confident in, but I for sure am going to need to tap out when it becomes more serious than that. Like there are things, actually there are things that I am looking forward to when she gets a little bit older, but it's more around like some of the emotional stuff. But no, I, at a certain point, at a certain point, someone else is going to have to step in for me <laughs> and <laughs> I'm going to need a real grown up to come to the table. We are now taking applications for real grown ups to help raise <laughs> our children when they get to an age that we're pretty sure we still are too. Uh, so if you're interested in, in having wise life advice for <laughs> us and our children, please, please apply. Not another mom cast gmail.com. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's true. You're right though. We do have like a good handful of years left where like the leadership that they're coming to us for is like, what that, that's a cow. (laughs) Like, you know, that's red things that like I can speak to, but eventually we're going to get to life topics that I still haven't even figured out for myself. Um, but I think that's okay. Is it? Yes, actually, you know what? I just had a brain on this one. I just had a little in the brain. It's a brain. Oh, okay. Like a brainy, like a brain, a brainy brain moment. My brain is like, wait a second. You just got it. Here's what you need to remember. Yeah. (laughs) I'm here. I'm participating. Um, I lost it. (sighs) Okay. Okay. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. This is why I think it'll be okay to be like, I don't know, because, and this is a thing that I actually love doing as a teacher is like, it can be way more powerful and important and helpful to a kid to be like, you know what? I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I am learning too. And I feel like maybe that's how we got in this situation of like having this complete misunderstanding that as an adult, you have all the answers and you can do all the things and you can speak confidently on any topic because we were allowed to grow up thinking that's what it is to be an adult because we didn't have a lot of adults who were like, dude, I don't know. I make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. I don't know what I'm doing. Who gave me this authority? And I think that if if adults were more open about that, then I think there might be a change in that feeling as you're growing up that you like have to be that way to qualify for an adult. What if it was okay to always be not so sure and figuring it out as you go? What if that was okay? You know? That's a good point. I do think there are parts where I am looking forward to being like, I actually, I don't know. So let's, let's learn together. Let's figure this out together. Yeah, I think it's okay to say that. I think actually it will be really great for our kids when they're old enough right. to have those conversations. I think it'll be okay to be honest with them. That's a nice little positive perspective. Yeah. I'm pleasantly surprised I found it because I definitely came into this episode <laughs> in that panic of like, this is a cruel joke that is played on every adult. Like you're never an adult, but somehow you're an adult after a certain age. Like what sense does that make? It doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any sense. Help me. Help me. I need an adult. Um, joke is you're the adult. <laughs> that's not funny. It's not a funny joke, but maybe that's what I'm saying. Maybe if you didn't have this like pressure to think that that's what an adult is, then you won't you get to skip that step you know all right yeah I mean yes it's a spiral when you really get into it there are parts of it that's that are a spiral but I like that anyway uh what do you think though is the worst part of being an adult okay so worst part 
I feel like this is like the really obvious answer, but um, bills, obviously, like you realizing that like every single thing costs every single thing costs. So like you are a kid and you're like, oh, when I'm the adult, I'm going to eat whatever I want and do whatever I want and go wherever I want. And then you're an adult and you're like, except I can't afford any of those things. I can't afford (laughs) to eat the things I want go the places that I want to go. I can barely afford the shitty apartment that I'm living in right now. You know, like (laughs) it's just, again, this like cruel joke, but, uh, bills obviously and that kind of falls under the umbrella really of all responsibilities like you're responsible for all the things like we just had a holiday season if the holidays are going to be magical and the house is going to be decorated and delicious food is going to be served and nice gifts are going to be purchased that's on you bro you're the grown-up now you know like all of it all of these responsibilities that come with being an adult um are just a lot it's just it's a lot of stuff all the time so much Um, and then obviously after all that comes the like noticeable change in your body's composition going from like rubber and magic to all of a sudden like (laughs) lots of skin and bones and the bones are rubbing and they hurt and everything is just like not the same anymore skin over the bones (laughs) where'd all this skin come from (laughs) are there bones in there i mean there must be because they hurt Um, yeah, so there's, that's, I think probably all the worst parts. And again, I do maintain that we need to stop normalizing, just like feeling like garbage and knowing that your body is dying and rotting and being like, oh, well, especially when we like genuinely are still as young as we actually are. Right. However, it's a lot harder. It's a lot like everything's more effort for sure. Like it's possible to get back to a place where you feel pretty good in your body, but not the same way that you just completely took it for granted without doing anything at all for the first 25 easily years of your life, if not a little bit longer, you know? So I think those are, are the hardest parts for me. What about you? Um, mine definitely ties into the responsibility aspect of it and everything that comes with that. But then also having to think about and make decisions, uh, like the hard decisions, which fortunately we haven't had to make too many of those yet. But for instance, I think about um, a will, right? And oh, yeah. if anything should happen to me or my husband, who would I want to take care of her and raise her? And that I, I, I'm not going to talk about this because I can't, I am not in an emotional state to do this, but things like that, like those real tough decisions that we will be faced with and we have to make, I don't like it because I'm a child. <laughs> but- and you can't make me. <laughs> Neener, neener, neener. I'm sorry, we just taught her that. So I'm at the very beginning stages of trying to accept getting older and everything that comes with that because we're getting older, which means the people who are already older in our lives are also getting older. And I cannot go down this spiral of life and the cycle of life. I cannot do it. And that feels awful to me. I know I have to come to a place of acceptance. I understand. Get off my back. I'm not there yet. (laughs) Do not at Danielle about death. Okay. (laughs) We know how I feel about it. (laughs) Uh, But you know what? I used to love to sit in morbid thoughts. I loved it. I was like, that was my home and we were pals. And now all of a sudden I'm like, don't come at me with anything involving us not breathing anymore. I can't 
handle it. That's a good point. I also used to, I had this weird, morbid, and maybe this is a thing that young people do. You guys will have to let us know if you have this in common, but I for sure would like let myself go down a long and involved daydream about like dying in a car accident. Like who would be at my funeral? You know, you know, sometimes it's, it's, brought on by an actual loss. And you think about like, Oh God, what if that were me? But you'll like sit there and at least I, I used to sit there and like really play out that whole dark, like what effect will it have on this person and blah, 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 blah. And what would I wish that I would have said or done? Or now if I even begin to even begin to slip into that, that train of thought, I am like, Oh, pump the brakes, abort immediately, cannot handle the like crushing anxiety that will descend upon me in these scenarios now that I have a child and like a whole life that will be significantly impacted by those like used to be a little bit fun, morbid thoughts. So I, I totally, I didn't even realize that that game changed for me. You're right. I used to, I used to do that and now I won't even entertain it. I can't even handle people casually joking or saying something like this anymore because now I feel like don't put it in the universe. We're not in a place where this could be a thing that has, that can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't accidentally manifest this sick joke. Yeah. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. All right. Well then what, so what's the best part? Is there a best part? Do you think? Yeah, I do, but I don't take advantage of this enough. It's that we can basically do whatever the heck we want and not really because it goes back to responsibility and money, but in theory, we could do anything we want. You want those cookies for breakfast? Go ahead, girl. Get those cookies for breakfast. You want pizza for dinner? Yes, honey. I love it. Why is it though that it's the food? (laughs) I know, that's right? That's the question. thing that that's the freedom that I like crave the I'm most is the freedom I to can eat, eat whatever food. I want. Right. Cause then the ironic <laughs> trade off there is like, I can, I physically can, but I will pay for it in a different way. Also, this is yeah. again, assuming that I could afford to get the food that I want, because that is not always exactly. a reality of adulthood. But I hear you saying just sort of the fact that you do have more say in at least right. how you're spending your unstructured time, right? Because the trade-off is maybe you're not going to school for like eight hours a day and having to do what someone else says, but now you're going to a job and for sure, same kind of vibe going on there. You're just a prisoner in this place. Someone else is in charge and you're doing what you're supposed to do. But I guess the trade-off is when you clock out, right? The rest of that time yeah. is yours, unless you're a parent, right? <laughs> so like clearly- <laughs> The freedom, it it comes with a lot of catches, but, um, whatever. I hear what you're saying. I do. I do get what you're saying. Can I tell you what I think the best part is? Uh, Sure. Let me ask you, what do you think the best part is? (laughs) Thank you formally for asking me. Um, I think that the best part is, I think it's a kind of twofold thing. Part of it is the power of hindsight, which you now have hindsight because you've been alive long enough to look back at a thing and go, okay, I know this now. I know this now. I think that that's a thing that when you are very young and just very much living in the present, you don't have that ability to be like, well, actually I know at this point in my life that this is not going to be a good call for me. You know, so like sort of that hindsight gives you a little bit more confidence in like what are choices that are good for you and not all the time, right? There's still plenty of things that are really overwhelming and you you have questioned yourself constantly, but there are 
other things now, at least that you've had enough life experience to be able to have for sure opinions, thoughts, feelings, and direction to go in of some sort. And I think that kind of falls under how nice it is at times to have a fully developed prefrontal cortex, right? The part of your brain that is able to like actually like think about the repercussions of something before they happen. Um, The ability to just think more rationally about things. I think that a thing that you see a lot when you're going transitioning from 20s to 30s is you'll come across like memes and quotes and things that are like, my 30s were so great because that's when I stopped caring about what everybody else thinks of me and just like living for everybody else and started to be like, no, this is me. I'm going to say no to things when I want to say no to things. I don't like that thing. So I'm not going to join you in it. You know, like just sort of that pressure to be what everybody else wants you to be, or even to care what everybody else wants you to be does start to dissipate as you get older. I do think, I mean, I can't say for me, it's fully gone. I still very much care what people think of me in certain, you know, scenarios and contexts. However, it is way less uh, crushing and like all consuming to me than it was as like a 21 year old, you know, finishing college, working in retail, caring very much what a random stranger driving down the road in Boston might think of me at all time. Like I was just paralyzed by that. And it's kind of nice that that takes a bit of a backseat, I think. Um, what a meaningful thought out answer. <laughs> and then you have me. So thanks for that. We know who the real grown up is in this group. No, that's the sick joke. Neither of us are. We are both in eighth grade at Nikki Lemieux's party making up words. That is who we are and will always be. I know what you mean, though. I do feel like even though I still don't have great confidence, I do feel like I'm becoming... I'm stepping more into my own self and I'm finding my voice more. And that, that really is liberating. No, definitely. I feel like there are situations and scenarios that you've called me about. And I think like for real middle school and high school, Danielle would have been like, okay, and shrunk completely. And like, you know, that other person would have just dominated the situation. And now adult Danielle, you are not going to back down from it. It might take you a minute to find like the right way you want to say it, but you're going to say it. And that is... That is completely unique to adult Danielle. Yeah, that is growth, people. So, um, okay, well, let me me ask you this. Speaking of young Danielle and young Laura and how paralyzed they were by life in general, what would you, if you could, if you could get like five minutes with your childhood self and you pick the age, okay? Childhood could be like five up through like 25, right? What would you tell yourself if you could, if you could go back for just like a couple minutes and you had a minute alone? with young Danielle, what would you say? Um, I feel like the first age that comes to mind is seven. It was just, it's always when I think about me as a child, I go to age seven. I don't know what was so great about it, but I loved it. And I would tell myself to never stop believing in things the way that you do now, Um, to hold on to and nurture the imagination and creativity and to push yourself to try new things and just practice being brave. And then I also go to 15. And I think the advice would be pretty much the same, except that 
I would say take some risks and put yourself out there a little bit more, step outside of your comfort zone, find your voice a little more, raise your hand, ask the question, stop hiding. You also have something to offer and you do not have to cower behind the bigger, louder personalities. I love that. I freaking love that. I love that. That would have been so great for you to hear. (laughs) Would have been so nice. So seven, when you're going to go back and say, hold on to the magic and the imagination. Were you still flying around your bedroom at seven years old? Was that still a thing? I hate you. And yes, I was. <laughs> I was. I was. And it wasn't flying. It was floating. But that's for another time. And I really, I, I don't want to hear a single thing about this from anybody. So <laughs> shut your lips. Spoiler okay. alert. Danielle was capable physically of levitating around her bedroom for a couple of years straight. Um, it's not <laughs> a joke. It's not it a joke. You can tell by how angry she is at me right now <laughs> that... <laughs> Maybe you'd still be able to do it. And I would believe you if you could go back and tell seven-year-old you, don't stop playing around your bedroom. You're going to meet this exactly. jerk in like a couple more years, six more years. You're, you're going to meet this real, real jerk who doesn't believe you. Yes. Okay. Um, I do. I, uh, yeah. I really so like anyway. that. I don't mean to make fun of you because I really do love that answer. You don't. I'm pretty sure you do. <laughs> you guys can't see the face she's making at me right now. Um. What about you? Okay. So yeah, good question. I, I think at first, when I think of the advice I'm about to give, it makes sense to go to like, um, yeah. I love that you said, yeah, good question. And you just asked me the question. Like you just came up with the question and asked it and I just gave it back to you. (laughs) Oh, this is a novel idea that I've never thought of before this moment right now. Um, just, I just think that it is, a really Such interesting a question. question to answer. What would you tell yourself? Because also I want to just say, and I've said this before, <laughs> I do believe in the concept of the butterfly effect, right? So yeah. the butterfly effect being, if you went back in time or even just currently today, you do one thing a certain way, right? That sets off a chain of events. So like the way that your life panned out so far led you to the place that you are right now with the exact people and the exact everything around you. So if I went back to me 10 years ago, 20 years ago and said, Hey, think about things this way. And that altered the choices that I made and the directions that I went in, how different would my life end up being? And like, to a degree, that's an exciting thought, right? Like, Oh man, I could be doing this. I could be doing that. Those things that all seem like they would be really great. But also like, what if it changed my life in a way that like Chris Sales never comes into it or at least doesn't stay in it. And then I never like my child, my precious baby daughter, I love you, never exists, right? Like she doesn't, the formula changes and it's either I don't have a kid or I have a completely different kid, but it's not her. So like, would it be worth it if it's not her? Cause I love her so much, but I would love whatever child I had. Right. So like, okay. So these are the trippy, like brain dump level thoughts that keep me up at night. If I just focus though, on what I would like to have said to myself, I think honestly, whether it had been five or 15, 15 really being like the pivotal age where this kind of information is really, really really valid. But honestly, for as long as I can remember, I have struggled with sort of 
not wanting to be seen, not wanting to be Mm -hmm. fully seen. Like, I think I have this weird personality combination where like, I am confident in my intellectual abilities. And like, I was the kid who raised her hand in class. I am going to like participate in class. I know I do have the right answer. I know I have something to add to the conversation. I know I have interesting thoughts and opinions and all of that stuff. And I did believe all of that about myself, but physically I was so self-conscious. I was like, I'm chubby. I'm awkward. I have freckles. Like nobody could ever love me for those reasons that I like lived in this weird limbo with like knowing that I had a lot of potential and ability, Mm -hmm. but being afraid to put it out there. And, um, that's, I think is what I would like to go back and say to myself is it's okay to be seen. You deserve to be seen. You are actually an extremely like charming and attractive person, not necessarily like attractive, like physically, but attractive, like you attract things, you attract people, you attract what you want. I now know I actually am pretty good at like manifesting in terms of just like, if I put my mind to something, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to make it happen. I know that about myself now. And obviously that's where the sort of benefit of being older. And again, in that hindsight is now I can look back at all the times where I did prove that I could do a thing. And now I have the confidence to go back to 15 year old me and be like, girl, go get them. Like take the world by storm. You want to be a famous actress. You want to be a marine biologist. You want to be whatever you want to be. You will. I, I know that now. Um, and so I sort of wish sometimes that I could go back and say that to be like, keep your head up, take that freaking hoodie yeah. off, put your, you know, pull your hair back out of your face. You're gorgeous. You're funny. You're smart. You can do anything that you want to do. So go do it. Right. Who doesn't deserve to hear that? I know. I love that for you because I did know you at 15 and It is so interesting when you hear a person's perspective on themselves because, you know, as part of your friend group, it was like, Laura's the funny one. Laura's so smart. And then it was like, you just totally, you did, you just hid behind those sweaters. I, it wasn't a sweater. It was a sweatshirt. Big, no, big old hoodies, like hoodies that belong to like men that I had no business wearing and I wore them every day. And I like very much, if you think about that little picture dump that we shared a couple days ago, if you look at me, every outfit that I'm in, every pose that I'm in, like there are times where I'm like covering half my face, you know, cause like, I'm trying to hide that I have this perceived imperfection on me. Like you guys wore makeup and cute outfits and I did not. And I was afraid to even (laughs) try. Like I was just immediately humiliated to be seen. And like, that's a shame. (laughs) That's a real shame. It is a shame. It is a shame. You know, I don't. I know. Look at us now. That's what I was going to say is I don't want to. I don't want to say that I don't love a lot of elements of how my life turned out. Um, but I think that the journey could have been a lot more enjoyable if I hadn't been so self-conscious and at times like just downright self-loathing, which made the journey a lot harder. But then again, that's what a journey is, you know, it's supposed to have those kinds yeah. of moments. So it's tough. It's a tough one. I don't know that I, I guess that's my answer is that's what I would say. But if someone were to actually step into this room right now with a time machine and be like, yo, let's go then. You want to do it? I don't, I don't know if I would, I'd really have to think about it because of that whole butterfly effect thing. Like I'd really have to think, do I want to change anything about if I am exactly where I'm supposed to be right now? You know? Yeah. 
And I, I feel I like totally I am. Agree. You know? Cute for you. <laughs> I love that for you. I love this for you. Anyway, let's wrap this up. Um, aging and getting older sucks. I'm just <laughs> kidding. It's a mind game though. And I think that's really what it comes down to is your mind and how you view things. So personally, I'm probably just going to continue to spiral a little bit um, and have hopefully moments of peace uh, sprinkled in there. Laura, final thoughts for you? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think there's, it's a mind game. I really do think that's what it is. It's all about your mindset. Obviously there's a lot of things that you could be doing to take care of your body too, because as we said, that is hands down. One of the worst things about it is your body does start to be behave differently, but I think your mindset can, can stave off a lot of the negativity around aging. I think actually that's the one thing that I am grateful right now. Having a toddler in my life is toddlers know nothing but the present. And if Mm -hmm. I allow myself to really be present with her on a walk, whatever we're doing. And just like, just look at what she's looking at and listen to what she's babbling about and, and nothing else, not be running a to-do list in the back of my head, not be thinking about how the point of this walk was to get from here to there. If I put all of that down and just be present, like a freaking two-year-old is, I do get a brief reprieve from it all. So that's why they say the present is a gift. (laughs) (laughs) I see what you did there. I see what you did there. I hate you. All right. Let's uh, roll right into a brain dump then. Do you want to go or what do you want to do? I am so disappointed with my brain dumps this week. And I am sorry, family. I will really step it up. My brain, again, because I was unable to focus on one task at a time, I wasn't able to even think about my most random thoughts. But here's a couple. Here are a couple. Here's a couple. Here are a couple. Which which Here is correct. Here are a couple. Here are a couple. I have psoriasis. Yeah, I know. I live with it. And it's been so dry and so cold that it is, it's just so itchy. And I'm at a point where I am wondering, um, can I scratch all of my skin off? Like, will my like all, skin- every layer of skin, like all seven layers- yeah, like, am I scratching more than my skin is producing? And what's the threshold there? What will it look like? <laughs> Yikes. Yikes indeed, Danielle. I also am wondering about climate change. Um, is it that the whole world will be warming up or that we will just see extreme weather across the board? Because I'm only asking because it has continuously been negatives, negative digits here. And I just need to know, like, is that what I'm preparing for? If so, I'm going to need a heated jacket. Absolutely. They make those. I know because I've seen it on a TikTok ad and the, and the ad is like, I'm cold. And the girl's like, what? Don't you live in like Wisconsin or something? And she's like, yeah. And then it's like, (laughs) why don't you have a heated jacket? (laughs) Why aren't you making ads for every product ever in existence? I'm a wasted talent. You like live in Wisconsin? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love it. I love your character voices. They're all (laughs) such jerks. Total idiots. Um, Okay. Well, we'll roll with that for now. We have um, heated jackets. Is the world freezing or burning? And can my skin grow back before I scratch a hole in my body? I think that's 
sufficient for today, if I'm honest. Okay. 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 Thank you. Um, I only actually only have a couple too. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I will start with, um, I mentioned earlier that it's actually been cold down here too. We had snow, like a lot of it. She loves it. Child mm-hmm. wants to be in it forever. I would keep saying she was born in the South, but she is made for the North. She loves, she has no problem with being cold, cold weather, cold things. She kept taking her mittens and everything off so that she could really get her hands in that snow and just like eat tons <laughs> of it and just be so happy. She just loves it. She loves being cold. So It made me wonder because I do genuinely dislike it so much. Do Mm -hmm. I have what it takes to move back up north, which is a thing that we talk about all the time? Like, girl, it is way worse up there, especially if we're talking Vermont up north. And I don't, can I do it? I mean, like, yeah, I can do what I did it for a huge chunk of my life. But like, do I want to? Do I, can I really do it? I am fighting the urge to not answer your brain dumps immediately, but I'm going to answer this one. Um, I think it's okay, but it would be so different this time. And I know we say this every single time. (laughs) How? Why? Because if we lived near each other, we could suffer together, right? Right. Misery Misery loves company. company. Yes. Okay. And we will live in the same neighborhood. We'll spend every night cuddled up together. Our we, kids no, will we will play be together. in the windows of our respective <laughs> homes, glaring at each other while our children play in the snow between our houses because we've decided mm-hmm. we would have to have like a compound situation or a neighborhood situation where we were not in the same house and not like right up on each other either because we need a little bit of space. Danielle really needs a little bit of space. I'm happy to just like live in friggin' circus at all times. Um, I'm going to give Danielle her space, but we want to see each other from our homes, from our properties. And that's what we would do is we would just glare with hot coffee and anger and heated jackets. Honestly, that's the adult life I've always wanted. (laughs) Just glaring together. (laughs) You'll have to do it because she wants it. She does want it. She does want it. And most of our family is up there now. So there's that. Um, so, right. So that was my first one, which leads to, okay, so, but what if I could live anywhere in the world? And also like, what if I could bring people with me? Cause right. That's the thing is my initial reaction would be like, oh, Europe, right? Like, let's go to Rome. I want to live in Italy, but I can't because I don't want to be that far away from all my people. So if that were not an issue, if I could just like have all my people and have the kind of money where either they lived with me or could see me whenever they wanted, or I could see them whenever I wanted. And it was just not an issue where would I live? I obviously just immediately said Italy. That's a definitely a big pull for me, but I don't know what I want to be somewhere. I just said how much I hate being cold, but I also really love four seasons and yeah, what I want to be in a mountain setting, which I thought after living the majority of my life in Vermont that I did not want. I was like, Oh, I love the beach. And I do, I do love the beach, but I think as like a full-time residence, I might prefer the mountains over the beach. Or would I love a really nice beach house over the mountains? You know, like, so anyway, these are these brain dump, like, like I said, mine are not quick thoughts. They're spiral into oblivion thoughts. And I could talk about literally every option on the globe of where I would want to live. I want you to think about it, Danielle, and tell me if you could live literally anywhere, where would you live? Okay. Not right now. Okay. Think about it. Unless you know, do you know? No, because I also, there are a lot of aspects of a lot of different things or different lifestyles that I'm like, that's appealing. That's appealing. Oh yeah. I could totally be that kind of person. Yeah. I think right now I really am, would be pulled towards anywhere that would be a big culture shift in in terms of like a slower pace, less 
cell phones in everybody's hands and faces, like a place where people are present and it's nice to be outside and um, life just feels more simple. And also people still eat like real, like all you can get is like real food. You know what I mean? Like yes, right I now do. I have to like really hunt to get quality food for my family, which sounds crazy given the country that we live in, but it actually is a huge problem here, which is a whole nother episode. But um, you know what okay, I mean? Yeah, because I do know what you mean. And I'm actually really glad you brought the food up because this was going to be one of my brain dump questions, but I was like, is it too political? I was thinking like, a supermarket, right? Mass amounts of food. Everybody's buying the same brand, the same product. Where is it being produced? And it's like, we are so controlled, right? I think about, we probably can't use the company name, but I think about Monsanto (laughs) and um, how like every seed right? Comes basically from them or something like them. So even if you're buying seeds and planting your own stuff, I was going to say a curse word, but I'm not going to because we're (laughs) censored. Um, I'm pretty sure I've cursed at least twice this episode. Okay. I've been really cautious of myself. I actually don't know. I black out sometimes, but I (laughs) was thinking, oh my God, we are so controlled down to what we eat and the quality of food that we eat. Yes. This will be a whole separate thing. This would be a whole separate thing because I have actually too much stuff to say about that. But, um, so yeah, so that's, those are all the goals in a location that I would want to be settled in if I were not here. And then, um, my third one is that I, so we just had, I had a whole bunch of ranting and raving about the butterfly effect. And I do though sometimes, so like for initially I think of it and I'm like, no, 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 I wouldn't mess with anything. But then this other voice creeps into my head. That's like, but you also very much believe in like fate And the fact that like things are going to happen through the powers of the universe, like whether or not you're actively looking or trying a lot of times. And so I wonder, you know, like, let's say I did all this radical different type of thoughts as a younger person and pursued this completely different lifestyle. Is it possible that fate still would have brought Chris sales around into my life? You know, like, is it possible that some of the major things some of the things that I do love the most, some of the people that I love the most would still be in my life because they were meant to period. And it just would have been a, a different pathway to get to this place. You do not, you know what I'm trying to say? It's like fate versus the butterfly effect. That was a whole, how a whole curious. Thought. Yeah. You'll never know, you know? No, you won't. You just got to live in this moment and this is what it I is. I have one more, but I think I'm going to save it for another time because I think this is a good okay, fine. good point for us to start wrapping up. Great. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to Not Another Momcast. You can find us on Instagram at Not Another Momcast or email us at notanothermomcast at gmail.com. If you buy some strange turn of events enjoyed this episode please subscribe rate and review we'd love to hear from you and know like for real people are out there listening to us we would love that um but also we would love to hear nice words only okay don't be a jerk about it that's all we've got it's time for the most wonderfully obnoxious sign off ever in the land ready ready one two Three. Okay, okay, bye. Okay, I know, but that was the most on track I think we've ever done. <laughs> I'm so happy for us. We're the best. 
Ah, oh, it's amazing. 